0: For joining us today for the seventh annual new year's crystal bowl meditation and i'm pleased to share that all dana, although dana and i are joining today remotely from our homes for the introduction and the q a crystal bowl offering was recorded inside the chapel so that you can still have the visual experience of being in the space this season's 12 moments series is focused around the role The coronavirus pandemic took the lives of over 1,820,000 people worldwide. Tens of millions of people have lost their jobs. Here in the United States, we witnessed the loss of many innocent lives, including Ahmed Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd. Families lost their homes due to tornadoes, forest fires, and tropical storms, and the list goes on. As we welcome in this new year vaccines, and all of our expectations for a better year, we offer this practice as an opportunity to center and create intentions for 2021. We're so grateful to have with us today our good friend, Dana Shamas, to lead us in this experience. Dana is a therapeutic yoga teacher, the founder of Bayou Bliss Yoga. She is a breathwork facilitator, biofield tuning practitioner, and a crystal bowl musician and biofield tuning and structure and form to the power of healing vibration that is available to all beings. She creates a safe and nurturing environment where her clients can explore, release, and heal. Today's meditation will last approximately 40 minutes and will be followed by some time at the end for our Q&A. Once the meditation has come to a close, there'll be an opportunity for you to type in your questions and then I'll share those with Dana for her reflections thank you so much for being here with us today thank I'm now gonna I'm not gonna pass it on to you to, to take us away thank you
1: Wow um, first of all I feel like just an acknowledgement that we made it after those long lists and not even a complete list of uh, the trials and tribulations of this year just Take a moment and take a breath. We are here and we are here at such a dynamic time in life, full of so much change and so much hope, even in the midst of all that is going on. And one of the reasons why I share sound is because sound has the ability to move us out of our current state and into this state of unlimited possibilities. I've worked with sound um, since 2003 as a spiritual practice to help move out of the day-to-day. Um, I'm a Jiva Mukti yoga teacher, and we um, practice a, a type of yoga called nadam yoga, which is the yoga of sound. So that was my first introduction to really a spiritual practice and a daily practice that allowed sound to change my state of mind, change my state of being, change how I feel and to this day every yoga class i teach has om at the beginning and om at the end for that very reason um and since that time i have come into all of these other sound practices that do amazing things for the body mind and spirit in traditions um in in spiritual traditions, we look at this process of creation, right? How do we create the life? How do we create the experiences that we want? And in every tradition, the practice goes from what is subtle to what is manifest and real, right? So like my water bottle, right? How did we get to this point? At some place, it started off as an idea as a thought, as something that was etheric in nature. And then with energy, with vibration, with thought, with action, it came into being, right? And so in that same sense, we if we don't like what's happening in our world, we have to go back to those sources that are more subtle in nature in order to change what the result is. And sound is actually one of the most powerful ways to do that because it is subtle in nature, right? You can't see it, you can't touch it, but you can hear it and you can feel it. And so that in and of itself is really amazing and really teaches us a lot um, and really allows us to do things that, that uh, we're often not used to because we're used to working in the material world, right? We're used to working with things that we have, things that we can see, things that we can touch and hold and be with. But when we're in this place of creation, when we're in this place of change, we have to look to the tools that we can't see yet. We can't necessarily touch yet because they aren't there. And that's wonderful for us. And so I use sound all the time. And I encourage all my clients to use sound all the time uh, because it is the fastest way for you to shift from one state of being to a different state of being. And technically, it actually happens in our brain. We entrain our brain with sound, music, vibration, so that our brain waves, our state of thinking or state of consciousness um, literally changes and that actually changes through entrainment right so the frequencies of the sound the frequencies of the bowls the frequencies of other sounds actually play an effect on your brain and your nervous system and so when we listen and we tune in to harmonic sound that has a positive intention then our body our brain our beingness entrains to that frequency and that state and for a simplistic way to think about it we can move from into a parasympathetic state or a state of rest and relax which is our healing state which is our receptive state which is the place that our body can regenerate from um, recreate Mm. from and live from so those are some of the easy ways that we use sound in some of the simplistic ways and as you work with sound more and more you will find that it is a magical magical thing that will really change um, how you think how you live uh, how you can envision life so since this year is quite different um and since we aren't at the chapel i'm going to use this as an opportunity to kind of change our band usually i play the bowls a little bit and then we set an intention and then i play the bowl some more Um, but since we pre-recorded the bowl so that you would have a great sound experience i'm gonna do a lead up visualization meditation uh, to bring you virtually in your body and your beingness into the chapel um and i encourage you you know as we're still in this time of social distancing and as we're in this time of change these your experience that you're going to have today, like you have the ability to use this tool again and you have the ability to use these skills again to really use your imagination, use your mind, use your consciousness to reframe your sitting and your setting. And, uh, and when we have to do so much change and when we have to do so much creation, that that's something we need to do. And that is a tool we need to have. So I'm excited to be able to share that with you in this way, and hopefully it will um, enhance your experience and give you a new perspective of what this New Year's meditation can do and can bring to you. I I like to think of it as you bringing the chapel and your experience of your New Year's Day chapel into your home, um, into your life in your circle, which is what we intend when we all come together at the chapel on New Year's Day. But now you get to actually do it in a very different kind of way, right? Like what if you could recreate the vibration, the setting and the feeling tone of the chapel in, your home and your environment on a regular basis. Think of how that might make you feel. Think of how that might make your house feel. Think of how that might make your neighborhood feel. It's uh, an amazing and powerful tool. So hopefully we can dive into it. Since you are having a home experience um, while listening to this, I always encourage people to be comfortable. And this year, you can really be comfortable. So um, don't be afraid to lie down or get comfortable in your nest at home. Also, you can also play with the sound. I know that we have a great professional recording, so you can listen through a variety of different speaker um, opportunities. So many people say that earbuds work for them. Um, You may have a particular speaker at home that works for you. So don't be afraid to make your setup work for you. All right. Um, That was quite a lead-in. I will... um, encourage you at the end of the meditation actually to set your new year's intention um and i say that because i feel like this year we have a lot to let go of and um and so let's use this as an opportunity, a final letting go, so that as you come out of this meditation, you are clear. And maybe whatever intention you have right now will be enhanced or highlighted, or maybe a new intention may come forward altogether that you never even thought of. So let's open up to those new possibilities and um, allow this meditation to really uh, invite you in to the letting go of anything that may still be holding on from 2020 and any trepidation of what is to come in 2021. Um, Obviously we are not through the change. We are not through um, challenging times. So it is, we are still in it. (laughs) so allow this to be an opportunity to maybe let go of some of that fear really acknowledge what's happening and then allow the vibration and the sound um, and the bulls to allow you to welcome in newness allow you to welcome in hope allow you to welcome in a vision of life that is beyond what you could ever have imagined before and i truly believe that is the time that we are moving into we are not there yet um, but i have a lot of faith and a lot of confidence that that is the place we are moving to and our job is to be present to be clear uh, to have our heart and minds open stay connected and uh, hopefully this will help you do that all right so now i'm gonna um, start the guided meditation so i'm gonna invite you to find um, whatever comfortable place you would like whether that is a comfortable seat whether that is a comfortable um, lying position or whatever works for you today take a deep breath and exhale feel your body as it meets the floor or your seat, take a deep breath in and exhale, sensing in to your home, your environment, wherever your seat is now and take a deep breath and exhale and take another deep breath and exhale and just taking a moment in this seat to really acknowledge all that has happened this year, all the good all the challenges, all the loss, all the injustice, all the change, <sighs> and take a deep breath and let it go. Not that it is forgotten, but letting that emotional charge, letting the holding of that energy, allowing it, inviting it to go, taking the lessons, taking the information, taking the courage, the connection, the love, take another deep inhale in, and exhale, and taking a few moments here to really acknowledging the winds of 2020, and I know there are some. They may not be the first things that you remember, and they may be subtle things, but remembering the joy, remembering the power, remembering the triumphs, and take a deep breath in and exhale. Taking the next few deep breaths, allowing 2020 to melt away. And then, as you're ready, gently begin your journey to the chapel in your imagination you are free to choose any mode of transportation you would like to find your way to the chapel and you can be creative you are free to fly drive in your dream car take a beautiful walk on this amazing new year's day Breathing, enjoying, stepping forward in gratitude that we are here, that we have the opportunity to experience this life more fully. We have the opportunity to move forward full of health vibrancy and joy and find new ways to connect with others. And as you arrive at the chapel, really envisioning yourself, stepping in, seeing faces of the community that you have seen, Maybe for the past seven years, each New Year's Day, those welcoming, bright faces. Noting the new faces that maybe you haven't seen before. But knowing that you are like-minded. Knowing that you are all here to set an intention, set a vision for the next 12 months that is in harmony, in alignment with your highest vision of life, your fullest vision of being. Settling in to that connection, that community, that knowing, finding your seat in the chapel, gently making adjustments as others come in. Gently acknowledging the fullness of this community. And taking a deep breath and exhale here. Closing your eyes. Tuning in to your breath. Tuning in to your body. noticing how your body meets your cushion your seat or the floor here noticing if you can feel in to the sensations of the chapel the skylight tuning in to that greater community of people around you. Allowing yourself to connect in fully to this experience. Opening up to what your higher self has to offer you what guidance, what healing, what information you are meant to receive today. And as you are ready, gently open your ears and begin to listen. Slowly deepen your breath, noticing how the body feels now and noticing if there is an intention for 2021 that has come forward or is more clear to you now. Letting that settle in and writing down anything that you would like in reflection here. And I believe we are going to end with a little question and answer i talked a little bit at the
0: beginning so um ashley is back yeah well welcome back everybody and thank you dana that was extraordinary thanks for the opening words the experience inside the chapel and i especially appreciated the invitation for us to travel there however we wanted yes it's a unique year so we have, to have a little fun so um, we're now going to take a little bit of time for for questions and um, you can log in as a guest so everybody tuning in you can log in as a guest to participate um, and then there should be an opportunity there where you can type in your questions and if you want to uh, in the sake of continuing that fun spirit, if uh, when you share your question, I'll be able to see your name and please feel free to tell us how you how you made your way to the chapel today. <laughs> I'd be curious to hear from some of you all what what that journey was was like. So so while we're waiting for a couple questions, I have a couple just to, to get us started with. And I don't think you talked about this today, Dana. I wonder if you could just share a little bit about the origins of crystal bowls in spiritual practices, like when and where did they originate? Um, And then a little bit about, and anything you know, and kind of when when they made their way to (laughs) the US.
1: (laughs) Well, so um, crystal bowls are are a little unique. Uh, Tibetan bowls, which um, have been made of metal, have a much Longer history that I that I know of. Um, the crystal bowls that I actually use originated from the computer industry, so they are silicon bowls. And my understanding, what people have told me, is that it, it's actually like the silicon that's in the chips um, is how the bowls originated, and then you know they kind of took on a life of their own after that. Um, so from a spiritual practice or like a tradition really um tibetan bowls are are really where people think of that tradition is coming from but certainly sound and vibration has been there for a very very long time and we often think of the crystal bowls as like a modern uh variant of that And, and certainly uh pairing with technology that um silicon in you know if you think every single computer or cell phone has a silicon chip in it that is for transmitting information right so if you think about the crystal bowls as a transmitter kind of a a transmitter of information if you will um, then then that takes on a whole nother dimension to what they do so
0: interesting thank you and would you just share a little bit about how you um, began this this practice of crystal bowls like what what was your journey to that and um how were you trained in it
1: So um, unlike many other things in my life, this is a very intuitive path for me. Um, I have no, like like I didn't go to school for crystal bowls or what have you. Um, Literally, there was this uh, amazing man who came to Houston, traveled all over the world playing crystal bowls. Um, He came to Houston and I heard him. He offered me a mallet to play crystal bowls with him. and i did it was easy it was beautiful and um and i worked with him for a little bit but but literally um just playing with the bowls and listening to my guidance um, has been my greatest teacher and the more i play the bowls the more i listen um, the more that happens so and that has been true with all all sound tools that i use so the The bowls are definitely that way. And if you um, ever came to a crystal bowl session um, at Bayou Bliss, they're different than what I do at the chapel because I move around and I move the bowls around and kind of create different sound patterns and a sound journey with the bowls. And that's all based off intuition and and kind of guidance. Um, But certainly the experience for most people is, um, is really amazing and different. Which I like, and it's fun for me. It's different all the time, and uh, it's that constant practice of being present and really listening.
0: Thank you. So I have received our first question from Maxine Kuo, and forgive me, Maxine, if I didn't pronounce your last name correctly. She is asking, "Where did you buy your bowls, and how did you choose which notes and frequencies your bowls are?" Um.
1: So I I bought my bowls from the person um, that I originally was introduced to the crystal bowls from. Um, and it, it, honestly, they were the bowls that I played and I enjoyed. That's how I've always picked bowls. And I haven't bought um, very many of them. But certainly, uh, when I play them and I hear them, there are certain bowls that I uh, want to play and, uh, want to play with me and then other bowls that are just like, okay, not so much. Um, so these were the bowls that worked best for me and, uh, and, and again, they definitely playing at the chapel.
0: <laughs> say the last part again. They definitely like playing at the chapel. <laughs> so it's always nice. So Jody Eisenhart I uh, just wanted to share that this was an amazing session. Thank you so much. So um, Michael Link uh, asks, what other sound tools do you use? I flew to the Rothko Chapel on a magic carpet today. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Michael, for sharing that. I was so curious to hear how everyone traveled. <laughs>
1: um so i i definitely work with voice so i do do um chanting and toning in a variety of traditions both yogic and and other traditions um and then i also use uh tuning forks so i have all my tuning forks here um and i do a, a technique called biofield tuning where we tune your bioenergetic field with tuning forks um, the forks are also a, a, an amazing, amazing tool. And I have certainly learned a great deal working with them. And my sessions with clients are uh, really amazing. So I have said amazing a lot in that, I apologize, but they're they're really lovely and a lot of fun. Um, and then I do have some clients who request uh, like, personalized sessions and so i have done sessions that are more like sound journeys where i combine the crystal bowls and the tuning forks into an overall experience um which are also um quite amazing can
0: can you just talk a little bit about how do you how do you tune um use tuning forks with like tuning to someone like what is that process And forgive me, I don't remember the exact words you just shared.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So we have our physical body, which we're all very familiar with. And then we have our energetic body. And uh, that's called your bioenergetic field. And many different traditions talk about it in different ways. Um, I like to leave that open because you're a very creative being. And I like to invite people to learn about their bioenergetic field through Honestly, a lot of sound practices and meditation. And um, I move through the bioenergetic field with a tuning fork. And um, as I come across energy that is stuck or not moving, the tuning fork actually makes a different sound and has a different feeling tone and vibration. And um, and that is a transmitter of information of what is in the field. Um, and you know i say what's in the field usually that uh resonates with the person i'm working with in a way that i don't understand actually many many times uh, but it it uh is enough for that piece of energy to move and in, integrate into your energetic field. And the whole idea is that your field comes into more harmony and and you are, are in harmony, so that you have more of your own energy and less of your energy is stuck. Um, and And we can think of stuck energy as like, old patterns or experiences that you're holding on to emotion that you're holding on to and so this is just another way to help um, move some of that uh, in move some of that into your conscious awareness and then allow you to move it through your field so that it is no longer unconscious and stuck is that helpful did that make sense in a short short time period
0: (laughs) that's really interesting um so i've just heard from ellen ray and she says thank you dana ashley in the Rothko chapel for another amazing new med- new year meditation um she shares that she gets wonderful visuals with sound and is curious if that is something that you experience um so uh, many people tell
1: me that they get lots of colors and very cool images i don't have the benefit of that um however i do get very very strong feeling tones and i get um other is an information. I, I actually I guess that's the easiest way to to talk about it. I receive in more information than I do um, see visuals. And everybody has their own uh, own way of perceiving energy and those kinds of things. So um and each one has its benefits and its downfalls. So uh, I'd like to say that I'm like super jealous that you get to see really good colors, but, uh, but I want to honor and, and really appreciate that, um, that my gifts are, are, are really amazing and uh, perfect for what I need.
0: Thank you. Marianne Adamson shares that, um, I enjoyed a beautiful bike ride to the chapel. Thank you for sharing that Marianne. and she goes on to say this is my first new year meditation truly beautiful welcome while we're waiting for the next question at the beginning of um the practice today dana you just talked about the significance of sound and sound and healing and um and how you personally bring this practice and sound into your daily life regularly I'm curious if you have any advice for those who maybe are just being introduced to meditation for the first time first introduced to crystal bowls um, are there just some some uh, suggestions that you can make of, of how to start to integrate sound um, in a in a daily practice or a daily way um, you know it's really based
1: on your individual needs and what works for you um, Certainly, if you have a yoga practice, um, chanting om three times at the beginning and three times at the end is a super fast, easy way to integrate sound um, into your practice. You can also do that if you have a meditation practice. Um, so just that that like simple chant um shifts your mindset into understanding like this is what we're here to do and uh, and clears your mind and creates that space but really it's actually whatever works for you and whatever um is easy for you so if you don't if you're not in a place that you want to make physical sound um like there are many other ways if you 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 can get a crystal bowl but if that's not available like little tuning forks these are little angel tuners (laughs) You know, that's sorry, that probably isn't the best sound, but um, uh, over this recording, but that's an easy way to clear the space and, and also introduce sound into your practice or meditation. And uh, you can also chant vowel sounds, or you can have your favorite kind of crystal bowl recording on your phone or uh, music player, is also a great option. Um, I often, for my clients who have a very hard time turning off their brain, which are many people now, um, I often recommend um, different music or meditations that have brain entrainment frequencies or sounds within them. Thank
0: you so much, Dana, for being here with us and providing this amazing offering. And thanks to all of you all out there for joining.